0: Welcome back to another episode of Blank Perception. This week, my guest is a student at the University of Pennsylvania. He is an intern at
1: Microsoft, and
0: he is a dancer, Gautam Narayan. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Encore. I'm super excited.
0: Yeah, man, I'm excited to have you here. Um, Real quick for everyone, just introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, Hey, everyone. So I am 20 years old right now. Uh, I am going to be a senior at Penn next year. Uh, I'll be graduating, so not sure yet of my future plans, but, you know, hopefully I end up in Seattle or somewhere on the East Coast um, doing some sort of technical role. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I live a pretty ordinary life. Life's been pretty chill for the past year, um, mm-hmm. but I've just been living, you know, like just been doing my thing. And yeah, let's get into it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you talked about the last year, you know, um, so how, how did your life change with COVID and all?
1: Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, you know, life was, life was really, really good before COVID. Um, I was at Penn, Uh um, you know, for my sophomore year and, you know, for the, for the actual the months that were preceding COVID. So like February, March, um, you know, that time I was Mm -hmm. super, super busy. Um, I was having a lot of fun too. And, you know, everything was in rhythm, you know, I was like not expecting Mm -hmm. anything to go wrong but you know things happen man and like you know (laughs) it's been a tough year for a lot of people um you know it's been a tough year for me i I think everyone man right like um internally Mm -hmm. speaking like everyone's had their individual like things that they've gone through Mm -hmm. and things that they've improved upon but like i think overall like COVID has done a lot for us man like um you know it's i think it's made everyone really like find out kind of who they are truly and what they really want to do. Um, but yeah, it's Absolutely. been it's been a I mean, how's it been for you so far? I mean, I've seen you a little bit, but like I haven't seen you too much.
0: Yeah, man. A lot of what you said works for, like um like yeah, like you said, you know, a couple of months before COVID started. I was in my rhythm. I was working out every day, like, you know, studying, you know, hanging out, having a great time at college. And then COVID hit and the gym went out the drain, obviously, you know, I'm just, the gyms are closed. I'm not going like, to, I don't have the motivation to work out on my own, you know, that went out the window and then, yeah, you know, just like, it just, dis- it, when it disrupts that whole flow, it's so hard to get back into it. And, um, but yeah, I think I agree, like um, COVID, I mean, for one, I, I wouldn't have the job I have right now if it wasn't for COVID because cause I ended up getting this job while I was still in school and if covid wasn't there then i would be back at school i wouldn't have so um you know stuff like that and and like yeah like you said um starting this podcast probably wouldn't have happened without yeah, yeah. covid because it kind of like it gave me time to be like Ooh, what, what am i passionate about you know what do i want to do um yeah i think so kind of like kind of on that yeah, point, go ahead yeah um so like yeah like for me it was like you know kind of work pod- like what's uh what's something in your life that like you know thanks to covid you know, I mean, so dude, to be, to be breaks quite breaks honest breaks with
1: breaks you, aside. like, you know, that's awesome that you had that experience. Um, I think mm-hmm. in the realm of, like, school and car- uh, career-wise, like, nothing has really changed for me, but I think something that's super significant mm-hmm. in my life is that, like, I got closer to a lot of people, like, closer, closer to a lot of mm-hmm. people in the sense that, like, you know, Absolutely. I was friends with a bunch of people, but at the end of the day, like, those friendships are not going to last forever. And, um, you know, some of yeah. those friendships were formed in college for you know certain reasons, but not necessarily for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, but it really allowed me to get closer to the people that I truly like, you know, cared about as well as, you know, investing in people that made me better. Um, so I just found mm-hmm. that smaller group of people that I feel like, I mean, I'm talking about specifically at college, um, you know, obviously the homeboys yeah, I'm always yeah. close with and, you know, they'll be the OGs <laughs> forever, but like. Some of the people in college, I really, 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 like, got close to them. And they're, like, my brothers now, right? Like, um, before COVID, I felt like I didn't... Like, obviously, they were my boys and they were my good friends. But I didn't know, like, that much about them to this extent where, like, you know, I'm fully invested in their life. They're fully invested in my life. And they're more than just a friend, right? It's, like, someone who you'll have for, like, a lifetime. So that was, like, that was something awesome that came out of COVID because... You know, obviously people were by themselves a lot. They had a bunch of time to be on their phones, social media, you know, which is mm-hmm. not the best thing. We can talk about that later. But like, you know, yeah, it was it was in that sense. Like, I think COVID really helped me out. Um, but yeah, man. And otherwise, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was obviously pretty terrible. I mean, what can we say?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's a really good point. Um, Who was it? I think it was Sussin or, you know, Sussin, right? Good friend of ours. Of course. Um, We were talking about the same thing, you know, like, uh. The relationships that, like, we weren't able to maintain a lot of the relationships that we made before COVID, but the ones that we did just got so much stronger. Because, like, um, who was it? Dhruv, Sasan, Nishu. I've had all three of those on the show already. But yeah. um, we ended up, like, we, we started playing Xbox together, right? When COVID hit, we were all at home, but we we're all playing Xbox online every, every day. And, like, that group got so close because we were, like, just on every day and... If COVID hadn't happened, we all would have been at our, at our respective colleges doing our own thing, right? Exactly. Man. So, yeah, it's stuff like that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so, obviously, we got to talk about, you're at an Ivy League school, you know, University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's not all that, but like, you know, um, sure. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal, I would say. Um, so, okay, so start at the beginning of that, you know, you're applying for colleges, were you... Were you aiming for Ivy League from the beginning or was this more of like a reach school and you just like got lucky or like, how, how did that come to be? Yeah, man.
1: I think, you know, I wasn't like necessarily aiming for the Ivy League. Um, you know, I was obviously pretty ambitious, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a senior in college and just in, or sorry, in high school. Yeah. Um, you know, I had aspirations for like going to a school that would like allow me to do exactly what I wanted to do, which at that moment was like, probably computer science, but with the addition of maybe uh some other majors and some other stuff. Um so the ability to, mm-hmm. you know, not only just pursue one major but like explore a ton of other stuff. Uh, and you know, Penn was a place that one was, you know, far away from the West Coast enough that I felt like I would get a completely different experience. Um both Absolutely. in terms of college as well as the city I'm in, right? So the people I'm around. Mm-hmm. Um so that was that was those two big things that for me. Um but in terms of like yeah like I you know it was kinda like just like I threw myself out there in the application pool. No expectations, right? I was like, "Yo, yeah. no. Like, they could accept me. They could decline me. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. if I get declined, like, there's so many other options, right? I can always um, fall back on some pretty solid options. And, like, you know, obviously back then, mm-hmm. like, the whole high school culture was, you know, we got to go to the top school. so competitive and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, now yeah. I'm seeing things a little differently, man. Like, um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that big of a deal anymore. I haven't, like... I don't think people really care that much as much, you know, anymore. Um, it's just a name that you pretty much associate with yourself in terms of your educational degree. Um, but, like, yeah. you know, I, I have no regrets. I've had a great time at Penn, you know, I've grown mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but, like, yeah, man, it was just, um, it was a fluke. I got in. Who knows, right? Like, it's meant to be, but, like, <laughs> um, at the end of yeah. the day, like, I think, like, I think honestly, like, going to Penn... Uh, i mean we, we'll we talk about that at some point like my experience is there mm-hmm. um but you know generally just yeah like um i don't see it as like an ivy league school i just see it like it's a school that's done me right so far
0: um yeah so like you mentioned you know like um like not really caring about like the colleges like the name schools as much right? Does, right do you think that comes more with like do you think that that's like something a general like college student would feel, or do you think that has more to do with the fact that you're in the tech world and like there is this new shift, especially in the tech world, where like you know um, Tesla, like these big tech companies are being like, "Hey, you just need to prove yourself. You don't need a college degree." Do you think it? Do you think that mindset comes with that? I think to a
1: certain extent, for sure. Um, it's also just like you know, personal growth as a person. You know, I think a lot of people maybe have the same yeah. mindset that I do right now, and you know. Mm -hmm. but like you know I think a big part of it was like I started realizing like a lot more things in life that were important to me as opposed to like hey man I go to Penn like I go to an Ivy League like at the end of the day that's not really that important to like determining the character of a person right which is something that I truly started caring about um so I was like hey man like I met so many people from you know state schools schools that maybe weren't as like much of a name brand and they were amazing people right Mm -hmm. and I just realized like yeah. Dude, like these people are maybe they're not academically as like geared you know, or academically as like who knows, right? Like you, you kinda know what I'm saying in the sense of yeah, yeah, like yeah, I kept, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Maybe they didn't like uh shape their application for the college process and maybe they're just like intellectual in a different type of way. Um but yeah. I realized like, hey man, like everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses, but like just because I go to mm-hmm. an Ivy League school does not make me better than someone else. Um and I learned Absolutely. that through meeting all these different people around like Seattle, around the East Coast, um, mm-hmm. and just mutual friends, frankly, man, that like, taught me that yeah. there's more to a person than the school that they go to. But um, I mean, yeah, that's kind of like, Absolutely. you know, it kind of just it was yeah, a slow yeah. shift. But I think I think a lot of people are starting mm-hmm. maybe COVID too, who knows? Um, because, you know, yeah. people started realizing the more important things in life. Um, mm-hmm. But that's generally Yeah, that's it kind of just started coming to me um but n- at this point in life like you know i'm not too focused on that kind of thing um but yeah
0: yeah absolutely i think yeah i think because um covid i think does play. i think covid plays a huge role with that because i think everyone was like we're on zoom university now right it kind of leveled the playing field like it like you're not at you're not at the college anymore it's like everyone's on zoom everyone's like it kind of it kind of just makes, you can see everyone at the same level as you. Yeah, like, dude, my computer screen not than better than like, their
1: computer screen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. It's
0: the same exactly. thing, man. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's like, you know, no one's face-to-face anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on the computer screen. So, it, um, awesome. Uh, okay, yeah. So, you talk about, East, you know, you're at the East Coast now. Um, how How is that compared to, the, compared to Seattle? Because I would assume it's very dude
1: one world it's wild but like um <laughs> if you know obviously in more in detail um you know i i think to sum it up people on the east coast are much more cutthroat much more willing to do things and much more intense
2: mm-hmm.
1: um Seattle's like a very yeah. laid back place um i've noticed mm-hmm. uh as well as you know anywhere in the west coast that i've been you know, california as well obviously like you know it's getting pretty yeah, dense yeah. and stuff with people but like and competitive with the tech stuff but like in terms of, like, the general personality of the people that you see, I actually like to give this example to people when I talk about the distinction between the East and the West. Um, you know, the other yeah. the other uh, month, I think a couple months ago, actually, this happens all the time, but in the East Coast, like, when you're crossing the street, when you're jaywalking, like, those guys don't show mercy, man. Those guys, like, you, you jaywalking, <laughs> you might get hit, right? They don't slow down. Like, people speed yeah. up just to say, like, yeah. like, like, fuck you, you know what I'm saying? Um uh-huh. But in the West Coast, Absolutely. like I was in California, I was in, I was at Cal Poly the other a uh, couple of months ago. And, you know, I was, cr- I was jaywalking, like it was, it was completely my mistake. And like the car was coming pretty fast. So I expected mm-hmm. like him to be kind of pissed off. Um, but dude, yeah, he literally yeah. slowed down, put his hand up and was like, super nice about <laughs> it. Right. And I was like, wow, yeah. that's, that is crazy, man. That is like the distinction right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's obviously goes a lot deeper than yeah. that. Um, but like, that's yeah, kind absolutely. of like, if I were to put it to you in an analogy, that's kind of how it is. Um, mm-hmm. but dude, being out there has like, it's, I think it's really made me a much harder person. Uh, I'm able to take a lot mm-hmm. more, you know, bullshit. I'm able to take a lot more, you know, just general, in general, I'm a lot more sturdy as a person. Um, because out there it's pretty yeah. difficult to like, you know, especially like, for example, New York city, uh, I don't go to school there, but like yeah. living there is overwhelming as hell. Like. You know there's so many mm-hmm. people everyone's doing great things everyone's doing you know everyone knows a lot of people and people are always on the move people are always outside doing things so like if you ever feel tired and if you ever like you know kind of feel like that way like it's kind of gonna get overwhelming right like you know there's a lot of stuff going on yeah, yeah. Um, but the one thing i do love about the east coast is um how close everything is to each other so like
2: mm-hmm.
1: i went to school in philly a lot of our friends go to school in new york or boston or dc yeah. you know and that's like pretty much like a two-hour mm-hmm. bus ride from any place to any place um which is sick mm-hmm. right like say i was to go like the closest yeah, place yeah. to seattle is probably portland which is like like three mm-hmm. three and a half hours away um yeah, yeah. so it, it's it's mad nice You you get to experience not only the city you're in but like easily every single city with a ten dollar bus ride right so there's there's so many things mm-hmm. about it but like at the end of the day, like, I grew up here and, like, this is an unparalleled experience here in Seattle. Um, you know, I like, yeah. there's a lot more crime there. There's a lot more, like, that kind of shit. Um, but in <laughs> yeah. general, dude, like, you know, I love both places. I just think the East Coast, for the person that I've become and the person that I want to be, is probably a better place for me to, you know, end up. Um, but I've loved it, man. Mm-hmm. I've loved it. You should come out there. Uh, I want to bring awesome. you out there and show you a yeah, great man, time. I,
0: I got to get out there. So, yeah. So, do you think you think then like the east coast is more where you want to be like when you're younger working towards your career like you know you want to you want to experience that at a younger age and then you know as you start to mature and you need to you know slow down a little bit as you get older Yeah, yeah, yeah. like then of that's course. when you want to yeah okay
1: i mean that's like that's like the vision cool. right now that's the plan right now and like mm-hmm. you know growing yeah. up in seattle I've, I've been in the suburbia lifestyle where like i just see like genuinely like just basically like family settling down you know where they yeah you know it's a great place for kids to grow up and like I would not mind if my kids one day like went through the same schooling I did went through the same communities that I did because like you know we were blessed Mm -hmm. to live in such a great area but like in my 20s you know 22 to like 26 27 whenever you know I settle down and stuff like that and move on with my life that those years like I feel like you're still youthful and like part of being youthful is like Mm -hmm. you know going crazy in the east coast and you know doing all these things right which um which are only there in on the east coast like you know uh like the nightlife the, the yeah. nightlife there is a lot better um there's a lot more opportunities oh, yeah. I
0: mean, for seattle seattle doesn't have nightlife <laughs> that
1: sucks man but i like, Seattle,
0: thing, i see how everything closes at
1: like eight <laughs> dude yeah it's terrible man but like yeah oh that's that's another point like everything there closes at like 3 a.m 2 a 3 a.m so mm-hmm. like you know yeah. they say the city that never sleeps for new york but like yeah you know honestly i could I could see myself ending up in any of those cities in the proximity of like whatever like philly boston new york d c you know Virginia whatever yeah. um, but it's dope man it's it's really it's really nice out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, We'll see though you know I wouldn't mind ending up in Seattle um you know i think yeah. there's like I'm a big tech guy, I think I'll probably go into software engineering mm-hmm. um you know there's there's a lot of comfortable spots for me to be here um but i feel like yeah. the only way for me to grow as a person even more is to live out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh in my 20s
0: absolutely but, yeah but yeah okay so like the last thing i really want to talk about penn state you're on a dance mm-hmm. team so having known you for a very long time i never in a million years would have expected you to be on a dance yeah, team. yeah man that like because when i first heard that i was just like what Gautam on a on a dance team what's he <laughs> okay <laughs> um
1: how'd that come to be It's crazy. So, um, yeah, I would have never expected myself either to get into dance. Like, in high Mm -hmm. school, I don't think anyone in our friend group or even, like, extended friend group even remotely talked about dance. Um, So it was, like, a foreign concept to me. Like, a lot of people actually come into college knowing about the whole college dance uh, Bollywood fusion circuit, um, which is called DDN. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, the whole, like, collegiate circuit where they compete um, and whatnot. Um, dude, I had no clue what that was till I actually joined the team, actually maybe months into the team. Uh, but, you know, what happened was uh, my freshman year, um, I became close to one of my boys, Tirtha, and he, you know, we were planning the room together, and he was said that he was uh, planning to try out for, like, the boys' dance team. Uh, he was actually on mm-hmm. something called Ross, which is like, you know, it's like a dancing, similar dance style, but they use sticks. Um, it's pretty difficult, actually, but he was on that for his fall semester. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, I kind of want to join the actual like fusion, hip hop, bhangra, you know, all the styles, um, the boys dance team. Uh, So I was like, hey, man, I'll just try out too. Like, you know, I I can't dance, but like, why not just try it out? Um, He kind of convinced me to come through and I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, You know, I was pretty shit at it instantly. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't expect to even get on the team. um, Didn't actually get on the team. Uh, He ended up getting on the team and I was like, okay, like dance is not for me. I'm done, right? Uh, I was like, okay, I'll probably just, you know, maintain what I'm doing, maybe join Greek. Who knows at this point, right? Just, like, Mm -hmm. continue with my college experience. Um, And then I was at at lunch one day, and one of the girls on the team that I was friends with, like, a freshman who had joined in the fall was Mm -hmm. like, hey, like, please come to tryouts. Like, we really like you. Like, please come to tryouts. Like, we think you can, you know, be a good asset to the team. I was like, nah, there's no, dude, I didn't make the boys dance team. What thinks you can make? a co-ed team, right? So this is the co-ed team uh, Mm -hmm. that they're on um okay. but at the end of the day like they convinced me and i was i went through um and i ended up getting on the team somehow mm-hmm. uh so that was in the spring yeah. <laughs> of 2019 i believe um mm-hmm. but yeah ever since then man like i mean even still to this day i wouldn't say dance is like a forte of mine or like a you know insane yeah. passion of mine but it's something that's mm-hmm. definitely like stretched my comfort zone for real like
2: yeah, absolutely. but it's
1: been good, dude.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I think I can talk more college, about I mean, it. Uh, I can definitely college, talk more right? about it if yeah. you want.
1: Um, there's tons of stuff that's happened.
0: Yeah, um, over <laughs> the past few years. Yeah, man. I think I think college like there's no better place to like try new stuff and exactly you went know, kind of kind of took a took a leap of faith and it worked out well for you. Yeah,
1: and uh, just yeah. to add on, like you know, um, it's been it's been awesome, dude. Like the, I mentioned, the people uh-huh. who I've gotten close with over quarantine and those people are actually guys I met on the dance team. um mm-hmm they're obviously seniors now and they pretty much graduated, but, you know, I had that great couple of years with them. Um, and also just yeah. everyone else on the team. It's like, a, it's like a mini family, right? Like, it's a family away from, like, mm-hmm. away from home um, because you do, you do everything together uh, with these people. It's like a group of 25, 30 kids. Um, you know, we, we, yeah. we grind dance. We party. We, uh, mm-hmm. we, we do wholesome things like study together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just all of the above. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, a, it's yeah, just yeah, like absolutely. a friend group yeah. that you dance with right um we Uh we go to competitions uh competitions were amazing that was in uh, my first time competing was uh earlier this year um Mm. we actually traveled around the country um minnesota pittsburgh it was sick man but like uh it's been a good experience i just don't think like the dance has been a huge aspect of my life itself it's more show everything that's come with it
0: awesome so Talked about, you know, you being at University of Pennsylvania, but uh, you're also, you have your Microsoft internship, right? Now, how long, because I know you've been there for a couple of years now, so how long have you, how long have you been there? uh
1: Microsoft, I've been doing for a minute, man. It's, uh, so I started with the high school internship my junior year of high school. Yeah. Um, took a year off, mm-hmm. uh, senior summer, um, but then like, you know, freshman summer, sophomore summer, and then this summer, I've been there. So, um, it's nothing wow. new, you know, it's the same old, same old, but like, uh-huh. There's a reason why I keep going back. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that? So I mean, I don't. I don't really know how the internship stuff works, right. but I. I would assume you know you've been there for you've done like four years of it yeah. now, and I assume like I assume they'll I'm I assume you'll do it next summer, when you graduate. Like, you just do you just get the job? Is that how? Like or
1: hopefully so get the like job. Yeah, I mean theoretically speaking, like if I was to not screw up mm-hmm. this summer, like they will give me the full time yeah. offer, um, to start like uh-huh. in time in 2022. Um, yeah, but like, you know, I'm not sure for sure if like, I will go full time at Microsoft. Uh, yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm still thinking about that. I'm still doing a lot of research on my own end. Um, you know, I think the primary reason is not the company. If the company was maybe located in the, like the East Coast somewhere, um, yeah. cause I feel like yeah. I've lived my whole life like in Seattle, um and like mm-hmm. i love it here man it's a great place as i said before but like again i don't think i'm gonna grow to the person i want to be if i just stay in seattle absolutely right because it's, it's a yeah. comfort zone yeah. it,
0: you need to experience
1: different things it's super yeah. comfortable i can live at home um i have all my my boys mm-hmm. here like um we yeah. got boys everywhere but like um you know yeah. what i'm saying it's, it's a very comfortable lifestyle um yeah, absolutely. i will i will absolutely. definitely learn a lot it's a great company great people um make some great mm-hmm. impact too Um, Your dad works there, so you know a little bit about how, like, how much good stuff he does. So you know it's awesome in that regard. But like, I don't see myself necessarily going full time. Um, But we'll see. You know, there's a couple months to decide about that. And never say never. Never Exactly, man. And who all knows? I might end up here next year, and then we'll we'll still be we'll still be (laughs) building.
0: Absolutely. Um, So beyond just like the company you work for, what what are your what are your future uh goals and aspirations in terms of like first in general and also like so i know within computer science there's a lot you can do you can do video game design you can do you know just like like standard like software like do you have like a certain field you want to go into
1: um honestly like so recently i had like a bit of a not really a midlife crisis but more so like you know, I'm kind of questioning the path that I'm currently on. Um, you know, I love yeah. coding. I love software engineering. I think uh-huh. there's huge impact, there's huge opportunity in the field. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the fields where it stretches your mind to places that you ne- could have never thought before. Uh, makes you think mm-hmm. in ways that you've never done before. And, you know, you, frankly, I think that you yeah. grow a lot in that way. Um, and you're doing mm-hmm. cool stuff. But, you know, I, I don't know if I want to be a code monkey for like four or five years um, or even, you know, even yeah. one or two years at that point. So I've been really considering taking the track of a PM, um, product manager, okay. probably a technical, technically oriented product manager, because, um, you know, there's business oriented ones um, and there's technical ones. So, you know, a product manager, I feel like fits my personality and my like, just kind of what I want to do. So they don't really code. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of break it down, I, I assume a lot yeah. of people know what this is, but like um, kind of mm-hmm. why I want to do it is because this kind of role, you essentially have ownership of a product. So you own the vision of the product, the architecture of the product, you yeah. kind of see it start to finish. Yeah. Um, obviously you work hand in hand with engineering, you work hand in hand with design, um, with decoders, mm-hmm. everything. Right. But like mm-hmm. your job is to drive the vision mm-hmm. of the product, make sure everyone, you know, the synergy is there in the team. Make sure all the product yeah. specifications are to what the user wants. You talk to the user. Um, it's a lot more like talking to people, uh, hands-on work, yeah. and just like more creative thinking, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. Which is like, I feel like what I want to pursue. Um, at least at some point in my life, right? So if I started as a software engineer, they say like the, so- the best, the best yeah. PMs start as software engineers. Um, that's what people say. Absolutely. But like at this point, man, like who knows? It's going to be one of the two for sure. But, like, that's something that, you know, I think either one I'll be happy with. Um, Either one I'll grow and either one I'll probably be pretty successful in, hopefully. Um, But, you know, we'll see. We'll see the whole recruiting process in the fall, see how it goes. Um, But, yeah, ideally, like, work five to ten years in this kind of field and then maybe transition to more Mm -hmm. of a management role. Um, because I love people, you know, I love people, yeah. you know, I'm pretty good with people. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, yeah. that's, that's what being a manager is, right? It's basically helping mm-hmm. other people grow, helping other people succeed. Um, but at the same time, you're also making a crazy amount of impact, right? Cause you have a lot of yeah. ownership, a lot of uh, responsibility, um, which is sick. I think that's what I want to be pursuing later on and maybe even go into like a startup, right? So start something, um, mm-hmm. A lot of times this semester, like my boys and I have been sitting, like eating food and like organically, like ideas have just like shot out. Like say, for example, um, I saw like an open, uh, like a, so under the apartment that I was sitting next to, there's like an open space for leasing, Mm -hmm. right? It was not leased yet. So I was like, hey man, the food here kind of sucks at Penn in general, right? So how do Mm -hmm. we get better food here? A cool idea would be, you know, something called community funding. It was just an idea like where the people can actually fund the franchise that's put there. So say you want a Taco Bell. The people of the community can Mm -hmm. actually put the money in and the capital needed to start the franchise and have that ownership so they get both what they want but also they benefit from it at the same time, right? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just like like an idea but like, you know, it's pretty stupid. Um, But like, a startup could be awesome as well. I think I'm just not mature enough to actually like lead my own right now um
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's really not what i want to do right now but like who knows right the future
0: yeah yeah awesome dude um yeah you make a really good point there with the um you know wanting to first be like a like the software engineer and then moving into like a leadership role because um it's very similar in the army right? right um i think every military person that's listening can attest to this the best so we have like so we have officers Mm -hmm. right they're the ones that kind of like lead they're the ones that plan our training they do all that and then we have our enlisted which is you know they're the ones that are out there in the field you know more most often like you know doing the work and the best officers are the ones that start enlisted because they they've been through that like once you because you know because because sometimes you'll see officers they've never like they've never been through what the enlisted soldiers have been through and they're leading them and then and there's like, sometimes there's a disconnect, right? Like, like you have this like the officer will have a vision, but that doesn't really play out realistically. Right. But then an officer that's been through it, they have a better idea of, of what the soldier's are actually going to experience. So they have a better vision. They have a more like um, they're more understanding. They're more understanding of vision. like what those yeah go exactly, through. exactly. That's
1: exactly. actually like a really good point. That's a great like parallel you you draw there, man. Like for tech yeah. like just to like kind of just quickly say like you know software engineers they really understand the whole infrastructure of products how the back end coding front end mm-hmm. coding uh, the algorithms necessary to actually like make everything work and yeah. i feel like that way mm-hmm. of like making your brain work and experiencing that and really understanding you know the grassroots of a product not necessarily just like how it's going to be designed and whatever will actually inherently make you better at what a pm does right uh, because if you've managed yeah, the whole absolutely. the whole backbone of it, which is the code, you're definitely mm-hmm. going to be able to you know translate that to great product management skills. Um, so it, it's interesting absolutely. that you draw that like parallel, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because like as a project manager, right? So you're focused on the whole mm-hmm. product. So you're the glue between the like the design team and the actual Coding. like programming exactly. team. So if you don't if you don't understand how the programming works, or you don't understand how the design works. How are you gonna tell there them what go. to do, right? Go. And
1: that's exactly. why they say the best PMs yeah. were software engineers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's your career goals, right? Now, more generally, you're more like just goals in life. What 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 do you have?
1: Um, that's a tough one. That's actually a really tough one. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to like. It's hard to see to like set goals these days because like the world is so like. Mm-hmm quickly it's quickly changing right like tomorrow we might have another pandemic oh. who knows um yeah it's terrible absolutely. like that but like you know assuming that you know life goes on and you know we smoothly mm-hmm. proceed into our late 20s and 30s um you know honestly like aside from career I just want to really like enjoy myself uh I really I just want to be happy mm-hmm. regardless of what I'm doing um where I am who I'm with I think as long as I'm doing what I want to do and being happy like that's going to be awesome. Um, I don't have any particular, like, like, I obviously have a bucket list. I have a ton of things that I want to do. You know, a lot of it's traveling. A lot of it's, like, things like skydiving and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, stupid things like that. But, you know, I think, like, it's hard to kind of, like, concretely say this is, like, the vision for my future. But, like, yeah. You know, as the days go on, when I'm closer and closer to that day, mm-hmm. I kind of, like, figure out, like, hey, this is what I want for the next year of my life. Um, I usually think, like, a year ahead as opposed to, like, five, ten mm. years ahead, right? Because you can't really control that okay. right now. You might be a completely different person. Uh, yeah. People change in a matter of, like, Absolutely. you know, a couple of months, a couple of years. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, in terms of the next year, I think I just really want to uh, get closer and closer to the people that I kind of reconnected with. Um, you know, mm-hmm. on that note, reconnect with a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. Um, you know, people from Skyline, yeah. I think, have changed a lot. Um, a lot of them are mm-hmm. really, really cool people now, man. Like, they've, they've experienced a yeah, lot of stuff, yeah. and that has changed them. That has made them grow. Um, and I want to learn what they went through, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, just really just, like, reconnecting myself with the community that I grew up with would be, would be an awesome mm-hmm. thing for the next few years um because dude who knows yeah, man. absolutely like man. who we'll see after that right because we're all going to go do our own thing yeah. a lot of people are going to move off to their full-time yep. jobs and you got to just cherish the moment mm-hmm. so
0: absolutely um it's interesting you mentioned uh skydiving just the other day actually i was looking at skydiving near around here dude we should go i'm trying to we like find go. a place to go let's do it i'm so down to go
1: you i gotta, think it like, actually just out, went sure. um yeah. oh yeah, you said you it, was did, amazing, yeah. Dude. it was uh yeah I, yeah, I love thrillers i love roller coasters like the, things like that mm-hmm. so i think skydiving would be like cliff jumping i think skydiving would be my f- like mm-hmm. right in that alley right so
0: yeah yeah I, i'm absolutely terrified of heights so this is like this is like one of those things where like i want to get over that fear and yeah. just like yeah <laughs> at I'm, some point I'm you excited, just gotta though, jump we're, and we're then definitely like gotta go.
1: at the bottom you're you know
0: yeah once you because once you're in the air it's, it's, that, it's that moment right before right because once you're in the air if that's it you're like I'm either going to survive yeah, or I'm At that point, die. you just got to deal <laughs> with it, it right? Like, <laughs> you lose. You, yeah, it's like that point where you just don't have control
1: anymore. And that's. But we'll do yeah. it. We'll do it. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um. You mentioned our friends. So, every other member of Bina that has been on, we have talked about Bina, Our group chat, our group that has been. Some of us have been together since what? Fifth grade? Dude. Uh... So. Actually, going back to let's when talk I about yeah, you, let's talk about how I we met, met you in person. Um. Yeah, I met you in person in the fifth grade when I joined the magnet program. But actually, we talked for I think a year before that on at what Google had its like little social oh, network Google email uh, uh, Google right. Plus like Buzz Google Plus right Google Plus Google Plus yeah, yeah. they had that little like. We had, our, we had like, a little chat there. Oh, man. And I had no Nostalgia idea who you man. were, but you were just in there. And we would just, like, yeah, we would just shoot the shit in there all the time.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think that was, like, that was when we first, like, started... I'm I'm curious, uh, you know, that's that pretty, like, a long time ago in my life. So,
2: mm-hmm. I'm
1: curious who introduced me to you, right? So, I think it was Siron, but, like, I'm, yeah.
2: not,
1: I'm not entirely sure, like... Or Harsha, I yeah. think Harsha...
0: I think it was Harsha, I think it was Harsha, because... Harsha is the one that introduced me to Sairam and you and Nishu, because at that point, I think I knew that I was going to the Magnet program the next right. year, and Harsha was already in it. And when he me, probably right? introduced me. So he was like, yeah. But then yeah, we officially
1: yeah. met, like, fifth grade. That was a wild
0: yep. year. Holy That's shit. That was, that was a... Dude, we played... That was the year that I... I think I can, I think I can safely say you're the reason that I started playing soccer. Really? Because I remember... Yeah, because I remember at that point, you were on the Gunners, yeah. right? You're like super, like super early. You were on, you were in the Gunners and we used to play soccer every single day for recess. And I remember, and I was just like, God damn, like, and and that's why I think through you, I was like, all right, you know what I need, I need, I need to start playing soccer more. So I ended up joining the Gunners team and you know, that led to me playing all the way till the, that's sick. I think I, yeah, I think
1: I, I don't know if I inspired a lot of people in our group to start playing, but I think I just brought that whole excitement for soccer back. Um, or started it yeah, up. Cause like now everyone, like a lot of people in our group are super passionate about it. Like Sussan, you know, he follows yeah. soccer like pretty intensely. Um, Nishu yeah. as well. You know, I mean, a lot of people in the group, um, and mm. I'm hoping that came because of me, but who knows, right? Like there's yeah. only so much you can, you can <laughs> know at this point.
0: Nishu, actually, I wanted to talk cause you two are basically neighbors. We right? used to be. So I, I assume, Oh yeah, used to be cause. You yeah. Know. But, um, so, you guys, you guys knew each other like well before fifth grade, fourth grade. There? Uh,
1: basically, yeah. I when I moved to Trossachs, um, in like second mm-hmm. grade, um, I remember that like, okay, my mom somehow like figured out that she was another. His mom was another Indian mom in the community, and you know how these Indian yeah. moms get connected, man. <laughs> they have like, yeah. they have like a like a secret network. I, I swear to God, like, yeah, uh, they the, they got a yeah, radar. They have I, a radar. They're who like, knows, oh, man? Someone like, right there. <laughs> they, they they all know each other they all talk behind the scenes um but like however mm-hmm. however the case like um she my mom was like hey there's this uh there's this you know nice indian kid like across the street like you should go say hi like you know get some friends in the neighborhood and i was like why not mm-hmm. right like um i wasn't yeah, as I'm much sorry. of an <laughs> outgoing person at that point but like i was like okay like yeah. well, i need i kind of need friends um so
2: mm-hmm.
1: and ever since then dude like we became super super close over the next few years um You know, we used to carpool to school every single day. Uh, We used to, like, Mm -hmm. play soccer in the park next to his house pretty much, like, every single week. Um, I used to be at his house. Mm He used to be at my house. And um, that's kind of how we started things out. Um, You know, we went through uh, the Magnet program together, Cascade Ridge, Sunny Hills. Uh, We Mm -hmm. went through Beaver Lake together and Skyline as well. Um, And then, obviously, now we're separated ways. And, you know, I've been in the East Coast. Mm -hmm. He's been at UW and now at Purdue. Um, But he's still, I still love him, bro. He's still my brother. And like, it's sick, man. It's sick how we're still so close. And like, you know, obviously I haven't talked to him as much recently because, you know, life happens Mm -hmm. and like we're, you know, doing our own thing. But like, he's a dope guy for sure.
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, Yeah, dude, been in general, right? I mean, it's crazy. For the most part, we've all stayed connected. Yeah. And there's there's been a lot of
1: times where I've questioned whether that could be even case right uh yeah. drop draw-
0: i think i think we've all had we've had beef like <laughs> multiple times you know where it's just like oh man i don't know if we're gonna make it out of this one but, but dude at the I end think, of the day like brotherhood. I think when you have that when you have that
3: brotherly bond, it runs yeah. deep i'm telling you it it's, runs deep
1: like yeah people does, you grow up with are like people who you will know forever or you know at least yeah, i like absolutely. i personally know that like i'll have the back of anyone in the group if they ever need me um mm-hmm. and i you know i'm i'm absolutely. hoping to assume that most of them will have mine too, right? And, like, they're, just, they're all great Absolutely. people at the end of the day. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm always down to throw at them. I'm always down to, like, mm-hmm. just have a great time, have a talk. <laughs> if anyone ever needs to talk, man, like, I'm here. Um, but it, it's yeah. been an awesome, like... I remember Sussan uh, in his podcast was said, like, it was a fallback for him. You know, because similar to Sussan, mm-hmm. I went to a college where, like, I knew nobody. And, like, I was in a city where, like, I literally knew no one. No family, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always comfortable to have that group of friends who's like there for you as well as just a group that like you still fuck with right you they're still really amazing people you enjoy hanging out with them and like you enjoy seeing them grow along with you um and like Mm -hmm. the most interesting part is that like everyone has changed for sure right like yeah you know that i know that like i've changed you've changed um not necessarily for the better Mm -hmm. for the worse whatever right i I assume for the better but like Mm -hmm. we're still so tight regardless of The fact that people have changed. Yeah, Um, absolutely.
0: Which just shows how deep it runs. Couldn't have said it better myself. I think that's everything I had in terms of my topics I wanted to talk about. So let's move into the lists. Um, So real quick, what the lists are is um, I had Gautam make two lists. One are his uh, top five topics about himself. You know, this is like uh, his passions. Uh, whatever he thinks is like most important to him. And then his top five qualities about himself. So these are qualities he possesses or he believes he possesses. Uh, these can be positive or negative. And then he has his friend submit the same two lists about him. Uh, in this case, your friend was Jake, yep. right? So uh, real quick, what's your relationship to Jake? How do
2: you uh, so him?
1: Jake's actually on my dance team. Um, he's, um, okay. he's a senior right now. Uh, sorry. He's, uh, spending a fifth year um at the university he's a nurse mm-hmm. actually uh she's pretty pretty okay, insane cool. but um we yeah we just got close through the dance team and then you know hanging out outside of that um in our smaller group mm-hmm. of boys um but yeah he's he's one of my closest friends for sure um nice. and like we've had great times together, great memories
0: so before we get into list, i wanna ask you off the bat, how different do you think you are? Comp- uh, comparing yourself to who you feel like you are like alone versus who you are around Jake let's say.
1: that's a very interesting question. I think like you know I commend you for making this podcast first of all because like that's something that I've never thought yeah. about, and like <laughs> probably most people don't even think about right um, mm-hmm. So you know I-, I tend to like think that like I'm pretty similar regardless of who I'm around, um, whether mm-hmm. it's you know obviously by yourself, you're a lot different. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I assume that like when I'm around people, obviously, you know, when I'm around like closer friends versus like acquaintances, it's obviously going to be a little different, um, how they perceive me, how I perceive them. Uh, but in general, I like to keep my, you know, I like to stay true to who I am. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. and I believe that like, however they perceive me is probably how I see myself too, in a certain extent. Um, you know, obviously like who knows, right? You know, I haven't seen the list yet, but um yeah you know i it's safe to assume that like i think you know i think that on that line i see i see myself pretty similar to how he sees me and other related people see okay.
0: me so yeah let's get to lists uh let's start with your topics about you you said soccer slash working out living on the east coast travel and college dance so soccer slash working music, music out. So we, as well we, did you have music on? i don't know if oh, I you did have music, music but, on there yeah. yeah. i don't know i think i just accidentally might yeah, have that's fine let's go deleted on. or something um, okay. Yeah. But music as well. So I think we covered soccer, right? Um, working out in general.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I've pretty recently gotten into working out. Um, you know, obviously mm-hmm. like, um, I've always been someone who's like a pretty active person, uh, played sports all my life, but like, I really, really started enjoying working out recently. Um, I feel like a lot of people okay. have found that like fitness passion in the past year, Um, you know, because Mm -hmm. they've had time to reflect on, like, who they are and what they want to be, right? Um, And, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily trying to be, like, a huge, built, like, aesthetic guy. Um, I just enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy going to the gym with friends um, because, you know, it Mm -hmm. pushes me to go and I push them to go. And also, it's a great time at the gym. You know, you can hype your boys up when they're hitting that last pump. Um, You know, (laughs) chest pressing that PR and stuff like that. But, like, Uh I don't know. I I think it's been great. I don't have necessarily, like, an end goal in mind, um, I'm just on that mm-hmm. routine, uh, they say that, like, it takes 21 days to make something a routine, and, like, I've been going for a couple months, so, like, it's pretty ingrained in my head, uh, to the point where, like, every That's day, good. if I don't go to the gym, I'm gonna be, like, damn, like, I should have hit the gym, right, like, it was, it's on my mm-hmm. mind all day, um, but, you know, I'm yeah. enjoying it, you know, I'm, I'm seeing good progress, and, like, generally just want to get stronger, more fit, um, cut a little bit, and then, you know, achieve a nice, a nice physique at some point. Um, I don't think I'll ever stop. You know, I might cut it down. Like I'm going pretty regularly now, but you know, it's mm. it's been good. Like I haven't had any injuries. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's a, it's also a it's great good. place to zone in to whatever. Like
2: yeah, it's your absolutely. own. It's a lot. Of,
1: it's a lot of alone time. I put the AirPods in, and I just like
2: uh-huh. go
1: in, and it's yeah, my alone time. It's my time there. away from like, you know, right. You work out a lot too, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good it's a good release as well. Just like um like I do like I do a decent amount of like boxing, you know. Um, just on punching bags. I don't fight people. Dude, I gotta
1: learn but, boxing, man. Um, I feel like uh that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: It dude, I've had days where I like I've already done my workout for the day, but oh man, like something something will just be like on my mind. Just like nagging at me. And I just, just I'd go over to the punching night, it on the back. I spend like thirty minutes on that thing. 30 minutes on that thing and it's all gone i mean it's, it's a lot better than a pillow
1: because usually like that's my way i just smash a pillow yeah but, like having a punching <laughs> bag dude like mm-hmm. i feel like that'd be great um you have one at your house yeah. so i feel like uh, i kind of want to come and yeah yeah, yeah hit around oh yeah bit. dude
0: absolutely come anytime dude i'm always down so living on the east coast we covered that uh college dance we covered so travel you kind of mentioned you know that's one of the one of your goals um, I, I know you do, do you do a decent amount of traveling already, right? Uh, I, recently I've
1: recently, you, I've done yeah, a, a decent is. amount more than probably some people would expect over like COVID and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but like, you know, I think the biggest thing about travel is not necessarily even seeing the places, you know, I've seen some amazing like geographical mm-hmm. places and some great greenery, some, you know, amazing like views and beaches and things like that. But like, I've really enjoyed meeting the local people, uh, in the places yeah. that I've traveled to, so for example, mm-hmm. I recently traveled to Puerto Rico uh, with uh, for my uh, for the guys on my dance team, and you know yeah. we we met a lot of amazing, like funny, cool, like just great people, unique people, right? Like they're mm-hmm. so much different than people you would meet in the East Coast or Seattle or wherever in the United in the States themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like that's one of the biggest things about travel. Obviously, like. When you're traveling, you're going for the actual place that you're going, right? Whether it's like Puerto Rico is beautiful yeah. for the greenery, the hikes, you know, the beaches, the yeah. waterfalls, the, man, the natural, not, like, not man-made, not man-touched, like, rocky areas, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, they have a ton of things to do. Yeah, um, yeah. But some of the people that we met there were just, like, just wowed me. We actually met a, uh, a money launderer in, in Puerto Rico. Um, oh, wow. He makes he makes like upwards of like two million dollars a year, so he's dripping out. Um, mm-hmm. You know he's living the good life. Yeah. He lives in New York. He lives in New York, but he does his whole laundering real estate kind of scheme in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. because there's no like taxes wow. or like taxes are way less. Um, yeah. But however it may be, dude, he he really like gave me a new perspective on life that like I don't think anyone has remotely had. Um, I could dive into that, but that's gonna take too long. It's just the general idea that like there's just people that you meet that change your view on certain things, right? And, you know, one of the things that he taught, he told me was, you know, if you have a problem with somebody, or like, you have some issue with somebody, like, it's never a move to avoid it. It's never a move to just like, Mm -hmm. you know, shy away from it, you got to confront the person and deal with it man to man. So that was like, one of the things he told me. Yeah. Um, And, like, there's a lot more life lessons, There's a lot more things that he told me, but like, Dude, that's just one of the parts of travel, right? Like, who would have thought I would have met this guy? Yeah, yeah. You know, you can obviously meet these people anywhere else. But, like, Uh venturing out, doing all these great things that the vacation brings you, but also that the people you meet there bring you, like, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. And that's that's the biggest part of travel. So, and there's also, like, endless places to visit. You know, the list can never end. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is also really cool because, like, it never gets boring, I feel like. Um, there's always new things to to explore and to to understand
0: traveling is definitely something that um it's on my list of things I need to do more of um I think this year was like I, this year I was planning on doing it a lot more but uh you it's know, been tough hopefully. yeah just like
2: yeah it kind of just uh, yeah things, I'm
0: finally man. you know yeah man um but yeah I've started like you know I've been booking some trips you know like I'm ready to get back out there and explore for sure for sure so it's gonna be good we should do something this summer. We
1: should take a trip somewhere. Um, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Like a road trip would be sick. We got it.
0: We got to. Yeah, absolutely. We got to. We got to do something. Um, so, okay. Music. So I was actually, I was surprised this was on your list. So I, I haven't really heard much like musically from you.
1: Um, so so yeah, in terms of music, that. I don't really mean like producing and like that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like yeah. music is a huge part of me and my life. Um, I think in the so past, like, just listening, listening to, listening to music. Um,
0: okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: I feel like music like touches your soul. I feel like it literally like puts you in whatever field mm-hmm. that you want to be in. I feel like there's a song or an artist for literally any mood that you're in. Right. Like Absolutely. obviously Drake, Drake, Absolutely. Drake encompasses any single feeling, any single mood. Um, he's actually my top artist. So that's why I, like, I'm <laughs> hyping him up right now. Okay. Uh, but Absolutely. like in general, like I think, I think over quarantine, I started listening to a lot more music. Um, because, you know, just being by yourself at home with not much to do, like I'm going to put them in and I'm going to be like on my phone with music as opposed to on my phone without music. Um, so I started listening to a lot more music and I actually expanded my, like the genres that I really like listen to too. Um, Mm -hmm. I started listening to obviously like everyone listens to rap music, hip hop, like that kind of thing. But I really got into like house music, like house, uh, EDM, chill EDM. Um, a little bit of country music. I know you can fuck with country. Um, yeah. You know, I'm thinking about going to Watershed. <laughs> All nervous. right, that could be fun. Oh
2: yeah. Um, okay. Little
1: Blake Shelton vibe up there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think music has like. You no, know, I think I, I pretty much listen to music probably like four to five hours a day at least. You know, whenever oh, absolutely, I'm like, yeah. whenever I'm on the computer or whenever I'm just chilling, like, I always have something playing, um, mm. and like. You know, whether we're with people as well, you know, music is something that brings people together too. Um, You know, people, Mm -hmm. people like, they're chilling, they're hanging out and like, someone's like, yo, cue up the song and everyone gets hyped as hell. They're like, yo, I fuck with the song. Like, dude, have you heard this new song by J. Cole? Mm -hmm. Have you heard this new song by Baby. Like, you know, and like, it just kind of brings a nice mood to the setting, wherever you are. Um, And like, you know, whether in your, if your feels, like if you're sad, like if you're in your feels, like there's great music for that too, right? Um, mm-hmm. you know i 've been in my fields like i 'm sure you have too, and like certain music yeah. has uplifted you or kind of just like put you in the right place uh, in that moment mm-hmm. um, but it 's been a great part of my life you know obviously like i 'd love to start producing music at some point, uh like you know making beats mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but i 've never you know had i mean I had time for sure i 've just never like i 'm kind mm-hmm. of a lazy guy i 've never really like yeah. taken the effort <laughs> to start learning it. I know like some of our boys are insane at it. Um, Michu, mm-hmm. for example, Sussan as well. Um, yeah. very talented guys, but like, you know, maybe at some point, but at this point I just straight listen to music and like, um, you know, I'm expanding the taste slowly. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of people I know actually like kind of like my new music taste. I kind of have a wide range of it now. So yeah, man, yeah. That's,
2: that's awesome. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, I know you love music uh-huh. too. You know, big NF guy, oh, uh, big man. joiner guy. Dude, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah um yeah no i think um i can definitely relate to like music it it's definitely something that i've uh, made a bigger part of my life more recently and you know i i think what you said about like you know like y- there's there's uh music for every mood and also just like for me personally um people get on me every once like you know like our friends get on me for every once in a while because i listen to nf a lot <laughs> They're Yo, like, you I know, just, I... he's such a serious rapper and like all that he's a very angry rapper but um for me, like, like the reason, like, I think I have such a connection to him as an artist is because like, not only like the mood, but like, like a lot of what he raps about, like, um, like, you know, I was going through kind of a tough time when his, the search album came out. And so like around that time, I wasn't like, like just personally, I wasn't having like the best time. And so that, that album kind of, like rode me through it that. It puts whole. you
1: right. It puts you right in the right place. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Um. Uh. I have a, like, so like for me, like, you know, like a lot of the music, like I'll go through my playlist and I'll like listen to a song and it'll just bring me back to like another time. Really? Like, you know, like um, literally man, the nostalgia, like uh, post Malone. Yeah. Post Malone's Um. what shoot. What was, was it the last? Hollywood bleeding? Uh, Hollywood's bleeding. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Hollywood's bleeding that was like a like that was a significant uh time in my life and whenever i listen to that it just brings me back to that time so like it's just like it's super like it's super crazy like um juice world i've been listening to more recently and like uh shoot now i'm forgetting For the nav? Song. i got to ask you why um, don't you but, like nav
1: i have to bring it up on the podcast you know it's, yeah. it's a little bit of a uh, sensitive topic between uh, us man like you call me out cuz i had it yeah, on my top 5 I don't know,
0: man yeah so, i don't know man i i don't he's a brown boy you
1: know he's representing I never got the brown community
0: i know i know that's the thing maybe okay honestly it might be that because he's brown i have higher expectations i'm like you know he's got to do the community mm-hmm. right but i don't know It just i don't i don't vibe with his music very much okay, i respect that I if like, you don't actually genuinely
1: like, like his music then you know, there's a reason
0: yeah but, i feel like i feel and this is just my opinion i'm sure i don't know like but I feel like he banks on being Indian to get his fan base too much.
1: Loki, I see that.
0: Like, yeah. But I feel like a lot you, of uh, a I'm lot saying, of like,
1: non-Indian people are starting to vibe with him, right? Like slowly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've definitely seen that. I've seen that. Um, I think he is. He's definitely becoming more. Um, you know, like up there with others. And he's a producer, right? He does beats. He and does stuff everything. As well. Yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I heard. That he like produces a lot of his own beats. I don't know if that's.
1: Yeah, he does a little bit accurate, here and there, but, but I'm uh, pretty sure he has, like, also has a pretty nice producer who does Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. But yeah, man, I'm, I mean, I'm not a hater, but, you know, just, it's not really my style. So, um, I'm, I'm, again, like, I'm also more, um, I'm more into, like, the NFs, Joyner Lucas, uh, Eminem, you know, the more, like, lyricists. Right. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, like, that's more my style, so. So, that, that, covers, that covers your list of topics. So, real quick, we're going to go to Jake's list okay. of topics. And he put for you, this is what he thinks are, you know, the top five things oh about Oh, man. You. Let's go. Coding. So, number one, coding. So, he put that as, like, number one.
1: Damn. All right.
0: So, are you guys... So, you said he's a nurse, yep. right? How, how, how does... Why do you think first of all why why do you think coding would be on his top number one on his list? I mean,
1: I think just because like I study computer science and like you know he thinks I'm doing well, like, yeah. well in like that regard, um, mm-hmm. like, you know with the jobs that I've had and like things that I've done, and he just associates me as like a good coder.
0: Um, okay. Um,
1: but yeah, I, I
0: mean, I feel like as a coder, I feel like as a coder, you're also you're spending a lot of time coding, so it's just like, so this is just me inferring, but I'm sure you've been like. Like, he's been like, hey, you want to hang out? He's oh, like, literally, not man. Like, <laughs> that's
1: exactly what I was about to <laughs> say. Yeah. Like, he's always hit me up and like, oh, I got a problem set to you tonight. I got like three problem sets to you tomorrow. I've got a project. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a tough life in CS, but like, you know, that's probably why, like, I probably mentioned coding or am coding a lot hmm. of the times that he-, he sees me.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Number two, he said athletic. That works. That was on your list as well. Awesome. Informed. Nice. That's, yeah, that's actually very um, interesting. Okay, yeah. So I'm just gonna ask you, uh, what do you think he meant by informed?
1: Um, that's a very like unexpected, uh, unexpected topic. But do you guys have um, like
0: do you guys have like a lot of debates about current events and stuff like that? I, that I don't even think, think it's related smart, to or? that.
1: I think it's just like more informed about like life in general. Um, I think that like okay. I think personally I have a pretty like progressive viewpoint on a lot of things in life. Um, and like, uh-huh. you know, actually, you know, I don't know. I, I'm actually trying to think about this like informed to the to the sense of like obviously like you know I'm I'm oh, relatively well read like you know we do have these conversations mm-hmm. but that that's my theory I think it's more so along the lines of like general like life hacks and things like that and just like you know just like living life the right way informed in that mm-hmm. sense informed on how to you know properly okay. uh le- like just like how to properly portray myself how to properly you know interact with people um maybe that's what it is. Um who knows. But like yeah, it's okay. interesting.
0: I think yeah, I, I think I think that makes sense. I mean, um given that you have like a theme of like, you know, going out there and um meeting new people I think like hearing different viewpoints. So I think that I'll kind of like you just you soak up a lot of information. So of course you're going to, you know, know a little bit. Yeah, more. of course. I think that's. Mm-hmm. Uh pop culture. Um are you just like So is that more talking about I, I, I'm i to be honest like what does that what does that mean to you pop culture, pop culture? I think is that kind of um, more with the informed like where you just like know a lot
1: about what's going maybe, on maybe yeah I mean pop culture maybe is just yeah. like um, I don't know I love meeting new people I love being out there mm-hmm. I love being like you know in a setting that's going rowdy that's going crazy and um, that's just my yeah. vibe you know I like I love being
2: you know uh-huh.
1: yeah I mean that's
2: Okay. Pretty, yeah, these are pretty interesting points, man. I, I,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and the last one was FIFA.
1: Oh, man. I I can, yep. I knew, you, been, I, knew while, so. I knew this was coming. You've been a FIFA player yeah. for a while. I knew this was coming. So let me explain this to you. <laughs> so the reason why is because... So I've always played FIFA, like, past mm-hmm. eight ten years. Oh, yeah. Um You know, one, because I played soccer, and two, because I just loved the game, and it came came easily to me. Mm-hmm. Um This past... Two semesters, I actually like really got all my boys into FIFA. Uh, because it, a lot of the time we had online classes, we were just chilling at someone's place, um, nothing to do, turn on the PS4, load some FIFA, and just run some 2v2 local games, right?
2: Nice. Uh,
1: we had four heads, yeah. you know, someone would rotate in. Um, but Jake and I had like such a rivalry growing in FIFA. Um, obviously, <laughs> like I used to always clap him. Um, and, like, he knows mm-hmm. that. He knows that I always used to destroy him, and he accepted it. But, like, <laughs> we played so much FIFA together that we probably, like, bonded a lot over that, too. Um, and Hopefully. FIFA, like, I think he, he got a lot better, um, I think, by playing me. Um, mm-hmm. I got a lot by, better, like, by playing these guys, too. I don't know. Um, they say usually you get better by playing people who are better than you. Um, and, I, I, you know, I started out, like, a lot better than these guys. But, like, they've caught up yeah. significantly. Um, but FIFA has been a huge part awesome. of our semester, dude. It's been like, it's been great. Yeah. I got everyone hooked on it. Literally like, dude, it would be like 9am and someone's going to be like, I call these guys. I'm like, yo, what are you guys up to? Like, I just woke up. These guys are like running a 2v2. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> dude, like, you know what I'm saying? They, they got obsessed to the point of like, um, it became like huge, um, part of our days. Um, like we would, we would basically awesome. like when we were chilling, we'd be like, let's just play some FIFA. Um,
2: you know, mm-hmm. we we played
1: it over two K. We played it over like COD. We just we solely played this one game, um, mm-hmm. but Jake and I, yeah, Jake and I have this rivalry. So hopefully, he can get better and beat me one day. Uh, I know he'll listen <laughs> to this podcast. So Jake, if you're listening, like, uh, I pray for your uh, for your future skills, man. <laughs> <sighs> oh awesome. yeah, yeah.
0: No, I think I think yeah. Games games have that thing, don't they? Because. Um, for me, it was, uh, for me and my group, it was, uh, mainly Warzone, Call of Duty, you know, last year, I think you, you what? hopped on every once in a while. With I played a bit, like, I played a bit, it was We fun. were, yeah, man, I, like, I was probably like, for my, my, my schedule every day, I literally woke up right in time for class, did my, did one class, I had like an hour in between, I'd play some Warzone, or like some, play some COD, Literally, do my other class, and I'd be playing Warzone the rest of the day. It was, that was, uh, that was just my life at that point. You it, know? Was it was dope, like, dude, like
1: the, the and, gaming, just, I got a lot yeah. more into gaming, for sure.
0: Um, Do you play any single single player games, or is it more just multiplayer?
1: Um. Well, you know, recently I've been playing. I played GTA for a minute uh, over quarantine. Um, Okay. You know, I played a bit by myself, but a lot of times I was playing with one of my boys. Uh, We played the online servers. Um, Mm -hmm. But in general, I even on FIFA, like you can obviously play like by yourself locally. But if I'm playing, like say at home and like not with the boys, I probably would play an online match because I like playing. Okay someone who is a human rather than a cpu um because i feel like there's a huge Mm. distinction between how a human player plays a game and how a cpu plays right yeah and like on like playing a human motivates me a lot more to you know try to figure out the intricacies of how they play because i feel like a cpu is a a program thing right it's pretty algorithm like pretty standard Uh thing like yeah you can you can start to
0: predict how they're gonna gonna
1: every every person has like a unique way of playing a game like even warzone like you know, mm-hmm. each of us plays very, very different styles of play, right? Like, I rush in. Maybe you guys are a lot smarter. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, man, it's that's, in the sense of, like, playing by myself, I'd rather play, like, online. But I haven't really played too many, okay. like, cool. single player. Uh, I played Red Dead for a bit, but um, if you played okay. that game.
0: Dude, that's my favorite game. Favorite game. Oh, really? The, like, Dude. Favorite, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, one of my dude, boys introduced dude, me and I just started grinding it. Yeah, I laughed, I cried, I that, that I cried, game. A, I
1: shed a tear, man, I shed a tear for the first time in, like, yeah. a couple months.
0: Yeah, that, that game was crazy. Um, okay, so, we've gone through both of your lists, so, okay, first of all, what do you think, G- given, like, for the topics lists that you've gone through? Yeah, I think it's... What, uh, what, you, what are your thoughts, cr- now that you heard it
1: is? I think it's pretty accurate, um, I'm curious about those two that, you know, I was a little bit less, like, for sure mm-hmm. about... Um, but you know, it's interesting. Maybe, you know, like maybe people see me as someone who's into those specific things, um, or just fit that vibe. Right. Um, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm interested to understand why, you know, when I talk to him later. Yeah. But you know, I think it's all, it's all great stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I'm going to say for it is from what we've talked about so far, at least, I want to say that one thing that I've really noticed is that the big common theme for you is meeting new people i think or yeah, like I'm understanding guy man different that variety was of people. i forgot yeah. to
1: mention about like how shitty quarantine was because of that um like i struggle man like without social interactions like that's so tough for me to like live life um i just love being not even necessarily yeah. meeting new people but being around people um yeah like, absolutely like whenever i'm even like in college when i was alone like i'd always be like damn like is there anyone i can you know chill with right now like um mm-hmm. you know i i just want to have these interactions and i want to be with people that's why like quarantine was pretty difficult in that in that regard but yeah anyways yeah
0: i mean yeah quarantine that, i mean I, I definitely have to agree i mean i'm i'm very introverted so the first part of quarantine was a blessing for me you know i was just like all right <laughs> i can just do my own thing you know i don't have to yeah, deal yeah. with people but even for me it got it got to the point where i was like dude i need i need some sort of social interaction i'm just gonna go absolutely nuts yeah man so let's move to the qualities Right. So your qualities, um, your three positives that you wrote were awareness, clean, and outgoing. So awareness. Um, how how did you mean that?
1: Um, well, I think about this in a, in a couple of ways. I think you know first and foremost, like I think I'm very aware of social settings in terms of you know regardless of who I'm with, whether it's an interview, whether I'm hanging out, whether I'm with my family, mm-hmm. uh, with new people. Um, I think I'm very good at reading the setting. Um, and kind of okay. like, fitting how I fit into that setting very well um, and shaping the yeah. way I act. You know, I don't you know, necessarily act a different way uh, because I'm with them. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, making sure that I'm, you know, if there's certain things that shouldn't be said, you know, make sure that that happens. And yeah, just being yeah. aware in general about like people's emotions, pe- uh, kind of who they are as people and kind of read them first. Right. And then kind of start yeah. to like become closer to them and, and try to like, you know, figure them out. Um, that's one form of awareness. And I think, I think two is the ability to understand like my weaknesses and strengths uh, very well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think I worked on myself a lot during quarantine, like, you know, internally. And I think a lot of people did. And like, I think the ability to like, say, hey, like, this is a place where like, I've kind of slacked off on or it's the place that like, you know, I think I really need to improve upon. Like, that's something that I'm Mm -hmm. really aware of. Right. And like, or, or something that I'm really yeah. good at, right? Like, And I acknowledge that and I say, like, hey, I'm going to push to this area more because I'm good at it. Um, but in yeah. general, yeah, those are kind of the two things that I think that, you know, I've recently seen myself pretty uh, excelling at.
0: That's good. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think self-awareness definitely is one of the most important things. I think, like, without it, you can't grow if you don't know what's wrong, right? So. Exactly. Um, that's good. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the things I also with this show I aim to do is. Like you know, having you come on here, having you make these lists, you kind of like start having to think about yourself. And Dude, I, this like, is the first I time, time I'm like, actually,
1: oh, sorry, this is the first time I made a list like this. I was gonna say,
0: yeah, um, yeah, like ever. Yeah, exactly. Because um, for those of you that don't know, like um, I I always uh, urge my guests to put negative qualities on their list. Exactly. Because I want them to, because like a lot of times it's it's it, I feel like it's relatively easy to be like, oh, I'm good at this, I'm good at this but it's a little right. bit harder you have to dig a little deeper when you want to be like okay what are what are my flaws you know or like what are my weaknesses what is something that i need to work on stuff like that um so yeah i'm i'm glad you you did it um second one was clean uh pretty self-explanatory but is there anything you wanted to say with no being i just clean? think i'm like, like a pretty, organized person
1: yeah pretty organized clean person you know hygienically everything yeah. like uh, my room my room in college <laughs> is like you know pretty organized pretty clean like even here like you know obviously the viewers can't see my room but or Mm -hmm. the the audience (laughs) the listeners um but you know everything's pretty pretty well laid out i kind of get like annoyed if something's off you know it might be like a Mm -hmm. like a a little bit of ocd that i have but um you know i just just like being clean because you know it makes me feel ready to go at any moment Mm -hmm. um it's also just nice to be organized because like you know, it helps quicken things in life, right? If you're trying to find something, you have to go somewhere quickly. Like, um, you're able to you're able to just live a more productive lifestyle. Uh, I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, being clean is good to, is a good look for, you know, people around you. Like you want to be looked at as someone who's not, you know, super clumsy, dirty, whatever. Um, and I feel like it's a great skill to have, but yeah, not really much more than that. Just, I like to be clean. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then your third one was outgoing. Pretty self-explanatory. I think we've
1: covered it I mean, So I was going to well, say so. something about this one. Um, yeah. I don't absolutely. think this Go is the best it. word to, like, describe it necessarily. But, like, it's more so the idea uh-huh. that, like, you know, sure, I'm outgoing. I love meeting new people. Um, but it's a sense that, like, if I'm, if I'm putting in a new setting with a group of new people, I feel like I have the ability mm-hmm. to really connect with them, regardless of, like, who they are or what they, you know, where they come from, whatever the vibe is okay. in the current moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, it's maybe because of my personality of, like, you know, I'm in it to get mm-hmm. to know them and have positive vibes as opposed to, like, you know, drama and shit like that. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's just the idea of being able to gel in any group that I'm in, um, quickly, mm-hmm. like, gain a liking towards people and have them reciprocate that liking, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if outgoing is the word, but, yeah, sure, like, you know, that kind of maybe sums it up.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that makes sense. Um Cause there's definitely there's a there's definitely a there's people that you meet that are like um, not receptive to new ideas, which makes it very difficult to meet new people. Because like you can, cause people that are like more like um, closed off, they can only really like vibe and gel with like people that are like minded. Because as soon as they hear something they don't like, their mind automatically just switches off. And they're like, all right, this person's not someone that I can consider a friend. And it just turned, like, from that point, you can't make a relationship once your mind just decides that, right? Yeah. And I think that's something uh, I'm going to reiterate about you here is that you're really receptive to new ideas. And I think you're able to, like, you're able to have these connections because you, like, you go up to someone and you might not agree with what they're saying, but you can still accept them.
1: Exactly. I think you put it, like, perfectly there. Um, and you know, one more thing yeah. is just like, I feel like a lot of times when like conversation gets dry or like the room is silent, I can always bring the life back. Um, yeah. you know, wherever that may be. And that's just something <laughs> where like a lot of, like a lot of times I used to like think a lot about what I said. Um, obviously, you know, you should mm. think about what you say before saying it, but like you yeah, I, yeah. used to like overthink a lot, overthink a lot about it. Um, but now it's mm. like, Hey man, if I want to say something and it feels appropriate for the setting, let's just say it and see where it goes. Right. Like, it could lead to a great convo, it could lead to a funny convo, it could lead to a shitty convo, who knows, right? Like, but there's no harm in not, like, saying what you want to say, straight up.
0: Okay, but yeah. cool. Um, cool. So, okay, so, you mentioned overthinking, and that made me realize. So, in the past, for, like, the past uh, eight episodes that we've done, just mm-hmm. about every single person with probably a few exceptions have said that one of their weaknesses is overthinking and you kind of mentioned that how you kind of overcame that so since it since it seems to be such a big issue that people have what's what's a what's a tip that you can give to people that struggle with overthinking
1: um oh, it's it's super hard to uh like you know kind of put words to it but more so along the lines of like
2: uh-huh.
1: you know there's there's different scenarios so like people overthink uh like whether they're about to say something to someone. People overthink whether they're about to make a decision. People overthink whether they're about to do whatever, right? And like, at -hmm. the end of the day, like a lot of times your gut feeling is what you truly should do. And I'd be like, maybe it's the right decision, right? Like people say, go with your gut Mm -hmm. all the time. And like a lot of times that's not gonna be the right thing, but you know, what's the harm of like, doing what you think is right first and then dealing Mm -hmm. with the consequences. I think people are afraid to deal with the consequences whether they be, like, severe consequences or more so just, like, emotional, whatever it may be, right? Small things. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, getting past the barrier of, like, saying, hey, man, like, if I say this, it could have repercussions, but it also could open doors to new, you know, avenues for whatever the situation is, right? So just, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of my advice on it. I mean, you know, I think it just came naturally to me. I still overthink. I don't think I'm, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like, necessarily fixed. I think I'll always overthink. That's just part of being human, right? People consider... Everything about what they do uh before doing it, yeah, uh, but like I'm becoming yeah. a lot more like spontaneous and stuff in life, um and yeah, that's yeah. that's probably contributing to like just doing what I feel is right and doing what I feel like yeah I think is right, right, um but, awesome. yeah, I mean, there's not much more uh advice I could give, but like sure. yeah, I guess that's how i I kind of thought about it,
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: I think I think you make a good point because I think we're. A lot of people are in that mindset of, like, ever since we like growing up, every you always learn, you always hear, you learn from your mistakes, right? But I Mm. think people have people are a lot of people are really scared to make mistakes, and you can't learn from mistakes if you don't make them, right? So, I think yeah, that that, I think that's really good advice. Yeah, that's something to think about. Um, Okay, so (laughs) first one, first negative is impatient. Okay, so. Uh, tell me about that.
1: Yeah, I think this is something that has recently developed. Um, and it's something mm. that I've noticed over the past. You know, I, I like to say quarantine does a lot of things to us. But like, you know, I think really in the scenario, like being at home in an uncomfortable setting where, you know, I was just by myself, couldn't go out, do anything. Um, it just made me a lot more irritable with like my parents. Um, you know, yeah. whether they, you know, obviously they have the best intentions in mind for me at all times. Uh, but a lot of times the things they say, like, all of our parents, right, they say things that we don't necessarily agree with or yeah, necessarily absolutely. think is the right thing. So I became super jumpy over quarantine. Like, I, you know, say I was already pretty pissed off, like, I couldn't go out, such a nice day, like, I have nothing to do at home, mm-hmm. right? I'd be pretty irritated, like, and, like, that would come out and then be, you know, it, it would show a little bit, right, with my interactions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not even necessarily, like... It's not even necessarily, like, the case where it should be that kind of reaction from my end. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, impatience is in the sense that, like, I expect people to operate now at the pace that I operate a lot of times. Um, that's a weakness yeah. of mine where, you know, I'm trying to work on it, right? I'm trying to, like, like understand people better. Um, that's part of meeting new people, right? Understanding, like, different mm-hmm. types of people because everyone's different. Um, but, yeah, 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 you know, that's something that, like, for sure... A lot of my friends, too, have told me, like, they, they jump at their parents, like... Like, their parents might say something twice. And, like, that's always been the case throughout our youth, right? Like, they might say something. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just Indian parents. That's Absolutely. just parents in um, Or, or yeah. like, I mean, ten times, you know? But, like, for mm-hmm. me, like, I might get pissed off at the second time now. I might get impatient if, like, yeah. something is... My parents, like, clean the house and they put something somewhere. And, like, I get pissed off because, mm-hmm. like, it's not in my hands right now, right? And, like, that's something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely something that I've noticed for sure, like... And that has also been called out, right, to my attention
2: um, yeah. by people yeah. around me
1: and by my parents. So it's something to work on, right? Like we all um, hopefully, you know, it, it um, with the with the end of COVID, you know, fingers crossed in the next few months, like slowly I can see improvement in that regard. But it's definitely something that, you know, uh, is an issue for me.
0: Yeah. Wow. See, it's actually really interesting. Like I was like I, I, I like I. Like, before you said that, like, that's definitely something that, um, like, I kind of felt that, like, you know, I kind of had an issue with. But, like, just, like, you describing that, like, just made me realize, like, I do such a, like, such a similar thing. Like, when you were talking about that, the one incident that, like, just came to my mind that that I did fairly recently was I was at work and my parents were, like, ordering takeout, right? And the takeout place was, like, really close to my work. It's, like, probably, like, 25-minute drive from my house, but from my work, it's, like, five minutes away and it's on my way home. And my parents called me up and they were like, Hey, can you come, can you like pick this up on your way home? And I don't know why, like I just got super just like irritated. Right. And I was just like, why are you making me pick up food? Like, it's like super, yeah, yeah, like super stupid shit. Right. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Like, of course I can just go get the food. It's on the way. It's, but like, I think it, man, I think part of it comes with, I think going to college, we kind of got used to that independence and then you come back home and, you know, you're kind of there, but, um, you think you think for you like because you're on you're on East Coast time right you're at East Coast pace, do you think that has it like you come back to the West Coast and things just move a little bit slower in here? Everything's
1: in a little here? slower here, man. Yeah. Like I like for real. Like you yeah, say it perfectly. Yeah. Like like that's that is what it is really. And like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's just yeah. I I jump a lot and like I I you know we all have that issue. I feel like. Um, yeah just like i think i've just been a lot more irritable in the last maybe not like very recently but like you know in the past year Mm. um because like life's been tough dude for all of us like um yeah yeah that's probably i think everyone's still
0: a little on on edge edge. everyone's like yeah okay uh your second negative was forgetful.
1: so this is a much more minute thing but it has greater implications Mm -hmm. uh you know the reason why i say forgetful is because there's a lot of things in life where like it's super important to remember for example like a family's birthday, a friend's birthday, someone you mm-hmm. know's birthday, you know, an important day uh, in someone's life, or, you know, not even necessarily remembering that kind of stuff, but just remembering general things in your daily life. Um, yeah. You know, I I, 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 I hate to be forgetful because, like, there's a lot of things where, like, if you forget, you might regret, right? Like, say there's mm-hmm. this person that you, like, really care about who you just forget their birthday, but it's such a significant day in their life, right? And then later on, you're like, damn, like, I wish I sent that message. I wish I wished them, but, like, I just forgot. But, like, it's something you shouldn't forget because that's so important in your life, right? It's something that, like, Mm -hmm. you should note down and you should, like, you know, make sure that you keep on top of that, right? I'm also just becoming a lot more lazy in general, which leads me to, like, Mm -hmm. just be more clumsy and forgetful, like, of, like, small things, like, Sometimes I, like, one time, actually, I was coming back from uh, the airport. I just landed in Seattle a couple of weeks ago when I came back from Philly. And, yeah. like, the Uber dropped me off at my house. And, like, I was so mm-hmm. focused on my phone and, like, whatever I was doing on my, like, phone, which was stupid, right? Like, I was doing some, like, stupid shit. And, like, I left my backpack in the Uber, which had my laptop.
0: Wow. And,
1: like, a, my Apple Watch. You know, like, general things that you keep in your la- yeah, uh, backpack yeah, But that's yeah. significant. There's a lot of money there. Um, and I was like, fuck, uh-huh. man, like, the Uber left, like, I'm so, screwed. and I didn't even remember it, my, my dad's like, yo, where's your backpack, did you bring your backpack, and I was like, oh, wow, fuck. Like, yeah." that is something that, like, and, you know, obviously there's the forgetful in the aspect of, like, I was talking about, like, you know, people's, like, significant life events, mm-hmm. but there's also the idea that our, like, phones and all this bullshit is making us so, like, less focused on, like, Absolutely, you know, man. practical shit in life, Absolutely. like, if I had, lo- yeah. luckily the Uber came back. I paid him, like, you know, a little bit of cash. And, like, Uber has a nice feature where, like, you can contact the driver. And he was a nice guy. You know, he could have mm-hmm. taken it, right? For all, like, for all I know. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, all my shit's on there, right? And he mm-hmm. came back and, like, that was, that was a grace from God, man. That was, like, shit. You know, he came back. I paid him a bit and he gave the backpack. But, like, that was completely my mistake, right? That was completely something yeah. that I forgot. And, like, it's not life-changing, that small thing. But, like, that kind of mm-hmm. thing adds up. Right, and it gets worse and worse. Um, so I, I'm like, I'm trying to use my phone less these days. Um, I
2: yeah. think like
1: half the shit we do on our phone is just so unnecessary. Um, but like, Absolutely, dude, like dude, I'm bro. one of the people who's hooked on it, like everyone else that we know. Right, um, our yeah. generation. So you know, that's something that I think like, if I'm able to get off my phone less, I'll probably be like less forgetful. Because like, say so you're not on your phone, you'll be like, oh, like, what do I need to focus on today? Right. What is important to me, like, yeah, yeah, is, uh, whose birthday is it today? Uh, who's ma- getting married to you today? Like, whatever, right? It could be anything, but mm-hmm. just being more like, more conscious and more, you know, it's it's kind of the awareness thing to a certain extent. Um, mm-hmm. It's an aspect of awareness, yeah. um, but just being less forgetful, man, like, that has come back to haunt me, and it, it could, you know, like if I had lost that backpack, I would have fucking cried.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's no, absolutely. That's, I that think that pretty much sums it up. You. Yeah, you bring up a good point there as well. I think um like just like being more aware like you know like putting down your phone. I think um I'm sure you do this, I do this whenever like it, there used to be a time when there was downtime and you're and you would like think, "Hmm, what should I do now?" right? And then you'd come up with some yeah. like proper way to spend it. But like Exactly. Now like the second I get like the second I'm not doing something, I don't even think about what I'm going to do. I'm just go on my phone. So there's like, I could be, I could have been, I could have been reading a book. I could have been reading the news. I could have been doing something important, but I'm just scrolling through Instagram now. And it's it'll terrible, be like an hour man. later. And like, okay. Oh, well, I just Our whole is,
1: is, is screwed on that in that regard. Yeah. Um, I actually like, for the, for the people who are listening, you know, something that I've tried to do recently um, is every morning I actually don't like wake up and use my phone. Like you know, a lot of wow. people wake up and they like the phone's on the bed table, right? They just like like half yeah. passed out. They just like look at their phone, check notifications, and then that's like, me. Go back to sleep I do that too, all the
2: time. Yeah, dude, yeah,
1: I did that for years, man. And like that was you know that was you know whatever. But like nowadays, I'm trying to spend the first thirty minutes of my day, uh, like not on the screen. Um, and it's that been it's been really nice. Totally like good. in the morning, I always wake up and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go make a coffee. I'm gonna read a quick book. I'm gonna play with my dog you know what like whatever i could do anything yeah. right? literally anything except yeah. for checking stupid notifications for like people who texted me last night like why is that important right now right um go checking on the family go checking on the dog go checking on the house uh checking on important yeah. things right um but dude the phone is like the single but i still love it it's so hard to uh it's so hard to it's like, stop yeah using it, it, you know? i
0: completely understand um i i deleted tiktok recently right because i was scrolling through that mindlessly scrolling through dude i would uh i would check my
1: screen time right now and like it's usually (laughs) like 18 hours a week of tiktok
0: yeah dude my mine is it's bad like my my daily screen time is terrible but um so like when i deleted tiktok right my whole thing was all right i'm not that's like because tiktok it's so easy to just mindlessly, mindlessly scroll more than any other platform we've ever seen in our lives so i was like okay i'm gonna delete tiktok that'll, like, like, severely cut down on, like, my screen time. And, of course, Instagram has Reels now, which is just TikTok reposted, right? And, and I can't... like, And I need TikTok, because... Yeah, and things like... Because I use, I use Instagram for, like, you know, managing the podcast and stuff, so I can't delete it from my phone. I probably could, mm-hmm. but it would be very difficult to delete it from my phone, you know, Instagram as a whole. And, of course, you can't just delete the Reels feature. So now, like, whenever I have that temptation, it's so much harder. It's no more like having to download some app to like use it again it's i just go on instagram and it's just like the buttons right I've there i've actually at never the bottom. Uh, never
1: you know never seen the reels are they pretty nice Are they pretty funny are they, like same as tiktok it's
0: it's just it's instagram it's uh it's tiktoks reposted that's it uh, like every single reel oh, has the has a little tiktok people tag on their,
1: them. people just post their tiktok as reels
0: people po- dude it's so like thing is most of them isn't even just like creators posting their own stuff it's just random accounts just reposting from tiktok so it gets like it's, it's pretty so crazy bad, man. tiktok was the it's, savior yeah, but
1: it, also the downfall yeah
0: dude but yeah reels is just a shittier version of tiktok and that's what i use now instead of tiktok because i'm still addicted to it but yeah i've been i've been trying to because um i downloaded like a book on my phone right and like mm-hmm. i tried to now like whenever I'm aware of it that I'm, like, starting to scroll mindlessly, I'm like, okay, wait, no, just switch to the book, switch to the book, and I just switch over to the book and try to read a couple pages at least, you know? Okay, so now let's real quick go through Jake's uh, list of qualities for you. Uh, Number Uh, one, he said intelligent. So intelligent, I think that that kind of follows this theme of, like, you know, informed pop culture, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, You're a pretty smart guy, you know? Diligent. So talk about that one real quick.
1: Yeah, you know, I uh, I think I'm a pretty diligent guy in the sense that, like, I get everything that I need to get done on time, whether it's Mm -hmm. schoolwork, whether it's social things, whether it's whatever. I'm a pretty like on time, like sophisticated, not sophisticated, but like meticulous person in the sense that like, I get everything that I need to get done in a, in in a proper Mm -hmm. way and in the way that's intended. Right. So, um, whether I'm, you know, buying some food, whether I'm doing anything, like I make sure it's done properly. Right. Um, Good. Okay. I think that's where the diligence comes in. I mean, that's what I think, at least. Um, because I've, okay. I've been a lot more careful with everything that I do these days. And more mindful, yeah. right? The, the whole mindfulness awareness okay. thing yeah. uh, really, yeah. Die, yeah. really touches into, like, this diligence.
0: Okay. Uh, number three, hardworking. So I think that that kind of ties back into diligence a little bit as well. Um, you know, just, like, you're always on the grind. You know, you're, you're getting your shit done. Yeah, I think
1: I, when I really care about something, man, I'll put in the work, right? Like... I never cared about working yeah. out, and, like, I never thought I could put in the work for working out, but, like, I've gone every single day for the past mm-hmm. three months, right? And, like, yeah. who would have thought I could have done that? I, I personally didn't think I could have done that. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. when I care yeah. about something, I will, I will put in the work. But otherwise, like, pretty lazy awesome. person, man. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see the hard working part, for sure. He
0: said easygoing.
1: No, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think I'm a pretty chill person in the sense that, like, I don't like to really mess with the whole beef drama bullshit anymore you know i think that's uh-huh. all like, so immature and like whatever um yeah easygoing in the sense that like i'm always down to do things i'm always down to explore new things mm-hmm. i'm always down to like chill with people and i'm always down to vibe with any people right um yeah and easygoing could also just mean that i'm not really like an intense person like i'm not super aggressive or mm-hmm. anything like that um absolutely you know just very chill very chill just like living man
0: uh, and lastly, he put goal oriented. So I think this this ties back into like just about everything we've talked about. You know, you're um. Damn, well, you I was like hoping to, for like, a native. When you're. Damn.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you just you have no flaws, you know.
1: <laughs> nah, we all have flaws, um, but like yeah, but yeah, no, I I definitely like tried to be the best version of myself over the past year. So I think like it's paid off.
0: That's awesome. Of, like,
1: you know, yeah. people around me have noticed noticed improvements and noticed like just a general like, you know it's great vibes, like, that I give off, um, Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm trying to do, man, I'm not trying to be, um, any other type of person, um, and, you know, I'm happy. Yeah,
0: that's good, man, that's good, um, so this, this covers everything, this covers the lists. um, so now I'm gonna go back to the question I asked you at the beginning before you heard Jake's list, how do you Mm -hmm. feel you are on your own versus around your friends, for example, Jake?
1: Yeah, like I said earlier, you know, like I, you know, I I think that people perceive me in the way that I want them to and the way that, you know, mm-hmm. should happen, right? Because I act a certain way around um, everyone that I know and I give off, I think I give off a pretty yeah. good impression um, for anyone I meet, mm-hmm. right? Um, or I, I hope I do, yeah. at least. Um, yeah, and yeah. That's, that's showed and, and, and stuff like that. And part of like how I see myself when I'm by myself is like hey, this is, like, how I am right now. And, you know, everyone analyzes things that, you know, interaction they have with people, their relationship with other people. Um, and generally, just their place in the community, right? And, like, by myself, I'm always doing that. And I'm always trying to figure out ways to improve. And, you know, you never want to be disliked by anyone. Obviously, like, people mm-hmm. don't like me. People don't like you. I don't like people. You know, it just life happens. People are different. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, I love to know that, you know, I'm working towards improving people's perception of myself, um, mm. and you know whether they perceive me in a good way or not. Like that's up to them, right? But like I can only put yeah. my my foot forward and uh, not change who I am just because someone else, you know, may not perceive Absolutely. Me I think in that's the best the most, light. But that's
0: that's yeah, that's the most important thing. Is um, like I think it's important to be liked, but you also you don't want to be liked for not being you. You want to be liked for exactly, being man. you. So if there's someone out there that doesn't like you, when you're being yourself, then it just wasn't meant to be. And, like, you know, it's hard, but you just have to, like, not dwell on it. You just have to move on to the next person. Make that next connection. Exactly, And been you people, there have
1: definitely been people in my life who, like, you know, have exited my life in the past few years in the sense of, like, you know, I don't yeah. I distance myself, don't talk to them. And that's just inevitable. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like that I've actually expanded my circle a lot in the past year. Yeah. Um, maybe not necessarily super close friends, but just, like, establishing these connections with different people from around the country, around the world, right? And just... Uh, a lot of people seem to really like the mentality that I bring forward. Um, because, you know, it's yeah. a very peaceful, very, like, positive, uplifting, uplifting vibe. I have no intentions of, you know, anything else. Um, but mm-hmm. if it ends up going that way, it does. But... You know, that's all we can do as people. Yeah. Uh, you know, we could put who we want to be first and you know, life will take us to the places that we belong. So yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But wow, what a podcast. Yeah, man, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah,
0: man. I, I, yeah. Great, great. Um, okay, so that that really concludes everything I wanted to talk about. Um, do you have anything that you want to talk about and you have any questions for me? Anything?
1: Um, I mean, the one thing I was always wondering is like what made you start this uh like podcast? What inspired you?
0: Okay. Um, yeah, so I think I've talked a little bit about it in the past, but um so really like my main thing, it started out uh I was listening to, you know, Philip DeFranco on YouTube. He does new stuff. Right. Um mm-hmm. him uh there was uh Conan, Conan O'Brien the tv talk show host he has a show called uh conan O'Brien needs a friend or makes a friend something like that Mm -hmm. and um so like so like conan's show that one's basically the premise of the show is he brings like celebrities on and he basically says like and the whole concept is um there these are people that he's interviewed like you know on his show and stuff in the past but he's like like you know in the talk show it's really professional and stuff on the podcast you get to know more personally and For sure. you know like so that's kind of the premise of the show and that kind of inspired me because i was like i i do know and know a decent amount of people but there's not a lot of people like even within Bina, right people i've known since right. fifth sixth grade there's people sure. there's like there's things like like i think like with you like right now i've learned so much about you right that in the For past sure. what 15 16 years <laughs> we I have I have yeah, learned before fuck. and that and you can't you do you don't really get that kind of connection from without like what right now we're at an hour and a half of a conversation just one on one right mm-hmm. so that was like the, that was like the main thing and then when I started like kind of brainstorming like you know topics what I want to talk about i noticed a big thing with me is i tend to change who i am depending on who i'm around So I noticed myself being very different when I'm at the, when I, when I'm doing like my army training, uh, when I'm out there with those guys versus who I was at college, completely different person. Right. Um, I just noticed myself change a lot. And then, you know, like I come back home from college and I'm like, wow, like I'm a completely different person again. And I just noticed that like, I kind of started losing sight of like the real version of me, you know? Like, I kind of was just, like, like all these, like, different, like, yeah, personas yeah. I created yeah, of myself, yeah. they kind of all started mm-hmm. getting, like, muddled together, and I was like, which one's, like, which one's, like, the center? Like, who's at, who's at the center of all that? So, that's why I kind of was, like, like, I started kind of, first, I just, like, on my own, like, you know, kind of started thinking on my own to, like, trying to find that person again, but I was also, like, but then, like, I started, like, talking to other people, and I was like, okay, so I'm not the only one. Like, a lot of people seem to have this thing where they go out and they kind of change who they are and my goal with the podcast is like you know i help them find who that that person in between you know like the person at the root of all their different so amazing and that's amazing yeah and just kind of like just help people learn uh, about themselves um that's something
1: that like is so like like unheard of these days people really like struggle to you know understand who they are and improve mm-hmm. or decline right like at, at some point like life yeah, moves yeah. on and people people change but like this is something that like a lot of people don't think about or talk about on the regular right it's a lot of it's, an- a pretty, exactly, like, yeah. it's not an uncomfortable it's not an uncomfortable like conversation to have but it's more so like uh-huh. it's like infrequently had in your life so yeah. when you do it like you don't it's really not, know what to say yeah. or you don't really know how to analyze yourself right
0: exactly It's just it's something it's not like it's not as a um difficult it's a little difficult but it's like it's less of an uncomfortable thing but more of a it's just it's not something that people talk about anymore it's just like someone I feel like it's one of those things where someone has to bring up the conversation it's not something that organically people think about so exactly yeah man, that's
1: yeah man that's awesome and you know anything else you have or um,
0: um yeah man, I think that's it Um, well, this was great conversation Um, uh, loved having you on uh, we're gonna. I think we have a we have an episode where where I'm gonna have you come on with uh, another one of our friends, Ved. Um, uh, I'm, gonna, wow. I'm gonna have, to have Ved on to at some point. Movie.
1: that's about to be a movie man. <laughs> That's about to be uh, a crazy. But I, just say, I just wanted to say, I wanted to say one more thing. You know, like, yeah. Uh, token to a uh, credit to Uncle for for doing all this. You know, uh, he's learned a lot about our Thank friends, you. and we've learned a lot about him. So uh, that's something that like a lot of friends Thank actually you. are unable to do. Um, which is dope, and you know I just wanted to plug my Instagram real quick. If anyone wants to hit me with the follow, oh yeah, uh, go for it. G A U at G A U T A M N zero zero. You know, follow my life. Um, it's not too crazy, but yeah, <laughs> a little glimpse into yeah. like. The I'll make sure to do.
0: tag you as well. Yeah, awesome. Oh yeah, you post on Instagram uh, anyway, so. Yeah, I post. on, I, I'll make sure to tag you. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, um, Gautam, thank you for coming uh everyone at home thank you for listening uh make sure to go to at blank perception on instagram stay up to date with future episodes and um actually this is actually yeah i think you're the you're my last guest uh interview for this season um i'm gonna have another episode next week where it's just me yeah man um it's been great um i'm gonna make some changes you know kind of see what works see what needs a little bit of work um, come back next season and kind of reamp some stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah thank you everyone for, for the, tuning uh, in
1: the future of the podcast,
0: <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely um again, make sure to follow at blank perception on Instagram, stay up to date with the future episodes, and I will see you next time on blank perception.